acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, welcome to the podcast. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and I'm Ben Bolin. I am a video writer here at HowStuffWorks. Um, I'm repressing a little bit of a laugh because uh, we, we just looked at each other to figure out the <laughs> we, intro. We well, never know who starts. We never know. We never know. We never know where it'll go. So we never know where it will go. Uh, Scott, <laughs> can I tell you a story? Uh, please do. It's a very short story. Yeah. Um, Does this involve the Monte Carlo? No. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. All right. Okay. That's that's good. Did you notice I had to think? I yeah, promise you, one hundred percent money. It's Carlos probably in there somewhere. I promise. I'll I will be not wary. do it. Yeah, I'm going to listen for it. All right. So uh, I went on a little trip down to Warm Springs, Georgia, in the Monte Carlo. Nope. Oh, <laughs> see, man, now you're okay. the one putting it in. All right. Um, you can borrow my car if you want. It's okay. <laughs> so we we went down to uh, a friend of, of mine. Well, went down with me to Warm Springs, Georgia, and. That's the side of the little White House, and that's where President Roosevelt, FDR, uh, went for some polio treatments uh, before and during his presidency. And it's a very interesting site. There's a lot of history there. But, of course, what kind of cars – I mean, what kind of show is this, and what are we going to talk about? The cars, man. He had, he had two especially well-maintained cars from uh, about the late 30s. There was mm-hmm. a 38 Ford, and there was one from Wiley. Um, am I saying that right? I think it's Willys. Willys. It yeah. is Willys, yeah. yeah. And uh, these cars, though, these cars, since they are for the president, are not just your garden variety, wonderful-looking vintage car. They are kitted out. They're, they've got They're some modifications. Yeah. Like uh, bulletproofing? You know, uh, they, <laughs> they don't let you shoot guns at the yeah, cars. Yes, so you're not sure. Well, I asked, but they said no. Yeah. Oh, well, you did. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. We didn't get to shoot at them. But uh, they did have a very particular form of steering and driving that I had not really thought about before. And I thought it would be interesting for us to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, uh, as FDR's polio uh, progressed, 
he lost mobility in his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, conventionally, if you're driving a car back then, you need your feet to be able to operate the pedals. Yeah. Unless, of course, you have... Hand controls, right? Is that what we're talking about? Yes. He had hand controls? Yes, he had hand controls. He had hand controls even way back then. Blows my mind. That's a long time ago. That is. It must have been a pretty um, elaborate system in order Mm. to make it work, right? It did. It did seem so, but it, you know, got me thinking, cogitating, I guess. Sure. If you want to talk fancy. Ciphering. Ciphering, yeah. That little light bulb over my head, the dimmer switch went up. <laughs> and uh, and then I realized, of course, people are using this. What a great idea. Yeah. It's not just for someone who has, uh, who has difficulty um, due to polio, but any number of life situations. And then I thought, hey, why don't Scott and I check this out? Mm-hmm. And we did. And I don't know about you, man, but I found a lot of stuff. There was... There was- Far more than I thought there would be on this. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I've seen uh, kind of, I guess, what you call a standard hand control for many, many years, maybe 25 years. I had a friend uh, in high school whose father uh, required the use of hand controls in his car um, later in his life, and he had a you know big luxury car, big, I don't know what it was, a Continental of some kind or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. And um, he had the hand controls that mounted, um, I think it was to the lower right of the steering wheel, okay. uh, the type where you would push down to accelerate. And forward towards the uh, towards the steering column to brake, okay. and that was it. That was uh, that was the extent of the hand control. Go and was, stop. Yeah, go and stop. And it was a real simple thing that could be moved from uh, from car to car. Um, didn't require any tools. I think it had wing nuts um, on the back that would attach to the pedals themselves. I see. Okay. Purely mechanical. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know there was no you know electronics involved in this at all. It was just something that could be. Uh, I guess depending on the uh, the design of the the the, uh, the steering column. Right, um, and steering yeah. wheel and you know, things like that, uh, the, the center console, but um, fairly easily moved from vehicle to vehicle. But, again, very basic. And I'm sure it was a lot simpler in design than the one you saw for FDR. Um, the one for FDR was essentially the the same principle. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't, again, I, I only asked once if they would let me mess with the car, but they, <laughs> they wouldn't. Did you drive it? Yes, Scott. Yes, I drove it back to Atlanta. <laughs> I would ask. I've been trying to I find where to park I, it. I, you know, it never hurts. Sometimes it never they, hurts. they just may let you. You know, I'm waiting they, for that. I, time. You know, I think they have to. They probably have to. Uh, you know, kind of stretch those cars a little bit every now and then. Drive mm-hmm. them a little bit. I know they have to do that. So they have to do some sort of. Why not you? Yeah. Why not me? Why not you? I should, should. I should come back with a T-shirt that says "Why not me?" If you were there on the right day and you asked. They just might let you do it. Maybe you, my friend, you have a little bit more of a way with people <laughs> than right. I do. I used to ask if I could drive my school bus to school. Really? Yeah, I pestered the bus driver like crazy. Never happened, though. Well, no. No, no it but, didn't. But I, it seemed like a reasonable request at the time. <laughs> How old were you, if you don't uh, mind me asking? Well, I was a little too old to be riding the bus. Oh. Yeah, I didn't have a car at the time. so. Like, were you, know, you out of high school? Or uh, no. On the bus? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But I was close to being out of high school, but uh, I had a desire to drive that bus to school mm. or home now when we when we go into uh this situation this well okay i'm sorry scott i don't know where to help you out on the school bus thing. Oh, that's okay i never I, had the i thought that bus. was already over oh okay yeah <laughs> don't give up yet man <laughs> um it's a big world out there there are a lot yeah. of buses okay uh some of them may be hand operated no, but maybe. I, I don't know. I doubt it because there are already a lot of hand controls. Mm-hmm. We could do something different on school buses. But with hand operating uh, or with hand operated rather acceleration and uh, braking, um, what what was surprising to me was just the the sheer amount 
of different ways that people have translated this foot motion. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're talking about, essentially the joystick, yeah. is is a really common one, which you called it the standard, right? And then there... I, I think it is. I mean, it's just it's the most... Ba- it's just rods, really, that attach, right. attach physically to the pedals. It's all mechanical. It's all mechanical, and it's just a matter of uh, the way that those, those rods are jointed in order to make... You know the motion makes sense. You push down, or you push. Yeah, you push down, which acts like your foot would push down on the accelerator. Yeah. And the same thing with your with your brake. And there there are a couple of other just mechanical solutions. Not not maybe to take it entirely to the hands, oh. but if, right. Yeah, there's other. I mean, if you want, there's also steering controls. Um, you know, like the spinner knob that you would find on old tractors. See, I. I just I've seen those in a couple of cars, mm-hmm. and I just thought they were so cool. Well, a lot of hot riders had those back in the '40s, '50s, '60s. Um, it was kind of a popular accessory to add to a hot rod was a uh, was a spinner wheel that you could mm-hmm. attach to it. And it's kind of like the thing that you'd see on a tractor. You know, it's just something yeah. you could grab with your hand and move it all the way around the wheel, and it would pivot with your hand. But I guess the idea was that you had your uh, your other arm free to put around your uh, your special lady. <laughs> in the hot rod. In your hot not, rod. Not in your tractor. That's right. Not, well, maybe, maybe in the tractor. I don't knows. know. It depends on what part of the country you're from. That's a good point. Yeah. So there's that, and there's also um, there's also something called an um, amputee spinner, which is different. It has almost like an eye hook at the top, which allows, right. um, I, I would guess, a, a hook hand to be able to fit through that, that eye, eye hook and allow someone to spin the wheel the same way. Right, some sort of prosthetic. Exactly, and there's something called a palm spinner, which you're, you can put your palm in if you don't have the dexterity to bend your fingers in order to grab the wheel or grasp the wheel, but you mm-hmm. can move your arm in that way. You can do that. Um, and there's also you know, a different types of pins and forks and things that you can mm-hmm. add to your steering wheel. And in addition to that, um, I found one that was a, a left foot gas pedal. A left foot gas pedal. A left foot gas pedal. Yeah, it is. It's and it's super simple in its design. It's it's something that bolts to the floor of your car. So this is a little more permanent. Okay. Uh, bolts to the floor of your car, and what it does is it it shifts the gas pedal over to the left side. Just again, this is just a mechanical linkage mm-hmm. uh, that goes. I believe it goes behind the brake pedal, but I may be wrong on that. At least under the brake pedal, uh, for an automatic car setup. So you can okay. imagine shifting the the. The pedal stays right where it is. Both pedals do. You add this device that then moves a, an additional pedal to the left side of that. So you can use your left foot for acceleration and braking. So if you didn't have a right foot or if you uh, had no use of your right foot, yeah. uh, you'd still be able to drive a, a well, at least an automatic transmission car. Or you'd be able to at least put it in any car, hopefully, yeah. depending on the floorboard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, not a not a manual shift. Um, not a, uh, a standard right. shift because you know the, the clutch would be in the way. Yeah, I, um, would, I would get in a wreck on that one without the uh, the practice. I would but, think so. But yeah. they do have driver. Should we talk about that? What's they, that? They that if you if you get one of these devices, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we're saying sounds kind of complicated. You know, mm-hmm. um, of course you can't do it in a manual. Too many pedals, but in, oh, you can. You can. Yeah, go ahead and finish your thought, and I'll. I'll, uh, I'll well. Even more so, uh, even more so if it's in a manual, that kind of complication, because when people learn to operate pedals with their feet, mm-hmm. we're sort of learning what almost like muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you always use a right-handed mouse or left-handed mouse, switching around com- yeah. is confusing. So luckily, uh, there are courses that people have to take before they're out on the road. Yeah, a lot of times when you buy any of these, they uh, they give you driver instruction along with mm-hmm. them because it does take a lot of practice. Um, I don't know if you've ever tried to 
drive a uh, an automatic transmission where you're braking with your left foot and accelerating with your right foot. Mm-hmm. Dangerous, you know, if you don't know how to do it, because right. you can end up hitting both at the same time, and there can be a lot of problems. But um, you get an idea that you know when you when you push the brake with your left foot instead of your right foot, you know, taking it off the gas and then hitting the brake. Yeah. A lot of times you'll find that the motion that you use is just far greater. It's more accentuated than you think. So you may you may stab at the brake, and the car will abruptly stop. And uh, it's just not as smooth. You don't have that rhythm until you do practice with these things. And I'm sure that you know the hand controls are the same way. I never I never tried to drive with my friend's father's car mm-hmm. uh, with the hand controls. I, I think he tried. My friend did. Did he? Um, and I I think he was you know okay successful with it. You know with his dad in the car beside him, but. Um, I never attempted it, and I, I would bet that it was difficult to do. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's Dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, man, now I know the one you're talking about, the you one do. for the manual. <laughs> you were no, thinking about yeah, that the whole go, time. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, you do it. You okay, do it. all right. Well, there's one that I stumbled across here, and I think the company's out of business. Um, and I'm not – I can't guarantee that, but, I mean, I, a search turned up nothing on it. Um, there's some. There's a company called Ready Autosport um, that had controls that were, for used, that were used in sports cars and trucks. And uh, this allowed you to drive a manual transmission car with the use of, uh, without the use of your, your legs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could do this all by hand, which I thought was pretty interesting because I'd never, ever seen this until just a couple days ago when we found this. Um, the way it works is there's an accelerator ring that's behind the wheel, behind the steering wheel. So imagine if you were to grasp your steering wheel and extend your fingers outwards towards the dash, um, it would be right within reach of your, of your fingertips. So you'd be able to pull that towards you to accelerate. So that's your that takes place at the accelerator, of course. Um, the brake is handled by a handbrake that's down and to the right that you I think you push down or, or okay. something like that. Uh, but it's a handbrake that you have to let go of the accelerator and, and push down. Um, now this is what makes it really unique. On the gear shift, there was a uh, a switch that allows that, that's clutch control. So if you're on the gear shift, you, you've got a kind of a finger trigger that allows clutch operation, allows you to shift gears, which I thought was really interesting. I've never seen that before in my life, but I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it would probably take an awful lot of getting used to to be able to shift with your finger yeah. or use the clutch with your finger and then shift and then let go of that and accelerate with your hand again. It seems like an odd operation to do and, and also try to tie braking in with all that. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I get you know, it seems odd because we know how to drive conventional stick. Yeah. You know, or conventional manual, rather. If you're just learning how to drive, yeah. it might actually make a lot of sense. It might. So. It might. It might be, yeah, it might be easier than we think. Um, one thing that I did, I, and this, they answered the question that I had because I was wondering what would happen in a panic situation. Mm. Um, if the car would stall, if you would have, you know, you'd be in the wrong gear at the wrong time. And um, the way they handle that is there's a micro switch at the, uh, and I'm reading from their, uh, their release here. There's a micro switch in the brake pedal that senses a panic stop. Um, and the bre- brake, by the brake pedal, I believe they mean the brake, the handbrake. Okay. Because there's a handbrake instead. Um, so when you, when you hit the, when you hit what they call a panic stop, um, it automatically depresses the clutch. I guess it tells it it's fat or something like that. And it, co- <laughs> oh, you got that. That it's was Scott quick. Benjamin, That's good. I know. It's just right in that. No, it did. So the, anyways, this thing, without the joke, um, automatically depresses the clutch. And it cuts out the accelerator so the car won't stall. So they have all this planned out, you know, all this thought through, like what, you know, what happens if they've done their testing. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, like I said, I can't find them online anymore, so I, I don't know if they're around. Maybe this product was taken over by another company, other, you, know, yeah. you know. I don't know how all that works, but it's probably still out there some way. And there are a lot of other hand control uh, we, we see a lot of variations on this theme mm-hmm. where there are additional uh, functionalities added into the basic hand control or the joystick kind of thing. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a place for horn. And, and, you know, what's interesting is that maybe a few years ago, or not a few years ago, a few decades ago, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have seen this idea coming um, into the mainstream. But more and more we're seeing it now because people realize there are some safety benefits to having more stuff around where the hands already are mm-hmm. in the steering wheel. Now, for basic cars, for instance, uh, you can find some cars that have radio controls 
or the, the, you know, the audio controls, and then maybe even the cruise control. Yeah, there's a lot of push buttons on a steering wheel at this yeah. point, and uh, that's just to keep your hands on the wheel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's funny about that is at first when you get in that vehicle, it may seem difficult to learn, you know, how to change the radio, how to... Uh, how to set the cruise control without looking, but there are cues in those buttons. If you if you really think about it, take a look at them when you get home. Um, there may you know one button may have a uh, depression that another one doesn't, right? And one yeah. may have a, a you know a little a raised area that the other one doesn't um, on purpose so that you can feel that without looking. Yeah, or you know if it doesn't, how hard is it to learn three buttons um, mm-hmm. on each side? You know that's not all that difficult, and it, just with any of these other systems. You just have to learn and practice, and you'll get better at it. At time, you know, over time, and eventually, you won't have to look in order to operate those. And there are beyond just uh, operating acceleration braking with the hands, or having con- buttons convenient. Excuse me, controls convenient to the driver's position at the steering wheel. Um, there's a huge, there's a huge market for other modifications to the drivers. You know, people have customized seats. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's some particular, maybe a back condition, or if there's a height issue, there are also extenders mm-hmm. that come out uh, from the pedals, which are still foot-operated. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, little people use um, blocks almost on the on the, mm-hmm. um, on the the accelerator and brake pedals. Um, we have some friends in Michigan that, that, uh, that use this. And, you know, the seats are, are con- you know, different. They, they have different padding, and they're they're way far forward i don't know actually i don't know what that does for the airbag use or not you know how that's handled because that's question. they would have to be right on the steering wheel and i would think that would be dangerous so yeah. I, I don't know how that's handled i haven't asked um but yeah the just the simple use of uh you know like these extenders on the pedals helps mm-hmm. out a lot you drive a uh, a regular full-size vehicle of, of your choice it doesn't matter what it is um, but like you mentioned, the seats, um, there are also ramps that, you know, wheelchairs right, can access. Yeah. They can drive right, you can ride right up into the back of the vehicle, mm-hmm. um, you know, motor right on up to the front and, uh, and get right in the seat. And, you know, that way, you know, you're out of the, the elements, you know, if it's mm-hmm. rain, snow, whatever it is, um, even heat. Um, the seat thing, that's kind of a big deal because a lot of them have so many power adjustments that right. make it, yeah. you know, they yeah. can, uh, I think there's probably a lot that can go wrong with them, but you know when they're working right, that must be pretty uh, pretty nice. I, it might be too much technology for me, man. Honestly, <laughs> I, I remember seeing my mom and my dad hopping this car they had where it, it was you could customize the seating positions, oh, okay. so she, they could tell from which key was inserted in the ignition, mm-hmm. and so you would watch this person sit on the seat. As it started to shift to their liking, sure. So your dad gets in and he's uh, he's kissing the windshield, and uh, it turns the key, and then suddenly goes back to where he's in a, yeah, in the yeah, right position. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I see. Okay. And see, I'm I get some flack from some people because they say that that I ride a little too close to the windshield. In what? And. <clears throat> <laughs> You're not going to trick yeah. me. You're not going to trick me. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah, clever, yeah, yeah. Mister yeah. B. Okay. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> My deal is I just want to see what's going on. Okay. I, I don't care about looking cool. My dad truck. does. You need a truck. I need a truck. I need something taller. Yeah. I'm trying to get lower. You're trying to get higher. Yeah. Okay. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, we'll boot it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene. Last on the business. I understand now. 
She's a wise man, Marie's a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I guess that's, I guess we figured it out. Yeah. But even with, um, I, you know, I'm not a person right now who has reduced mobility in their legs, but something about the, logically, the way this is laid out, it makes more sense to me than using my feet. If I if I was trying to think of some, if I was trying to think from the perspective of someone who does not drive and is learning to drive, mm -hmm. it would seem like it was a little bit more um, logically laid out. Hmm. You're from the video game generation. I'm from. The <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's probably it. You've got a yeah. lot of hand-eye coordination, and uh, you're probably used to using those controllers with 35 buttons on them, anyways, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I can see that. I could understand how some people would feel more comfortable with all the controls in the hands. Hmm. Um, I don't know. There, there were cars in the past that used a lot more foot motion than they do now. True. Uh, they've scaled True. that back, and I know things like, I mean, geez, that's a crazy example, but like a helicopter or something like that, oh, you yeah. know, where you're using left and right foot and both your hands at the same time and I think you're even doing something with your neck. Yeah, it's an immersive experience. But <laughs> yeah. And then I don't also know. I'm not there, sure. there have historically been, at least in the auto world, there have been some um, 
less than stellar examples of forays into button pushing, you know, yeah. like the famous Edsel button push yeah. on yep. the gear shift, right? Yep, and, you know, there's also some concept cars that have, uh, like, a stick control, almost like the old airplanes had. Yeah. And uh, those haven't really seemed to go anywhere either. We should check in with boats, see what that's about. Yeah, too. yeah. And in the meantime, while we go off and do that, um, we hope that you guys have uh, had a good time listening to our show about hand-operated acceleration and braking. Um, I'm sold on it, Scott, you say because I'm from the video game generation. I, I think so, because I think I would find it extremely difficult. All right, Scott, so let's say the people are curious. They want to know more about hand-operated acceleration or braking. Uh, they want to know more about customized vehicles, anything automotive-related. Would you say it's fair for them to go to our website? Of course they can go to our website. There's plenty of information about just, well, just about anything they want to know about uh, the automobile. So go to HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And be sure to check out the new High Speed Stuff blog, now on the HowStuffWorks homepage. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was good! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really needs your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.